from the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. That's a record. Their new album. Drop, drop, drop. New and excitingly different. And they keep dropping, dropping. Drop it like it's hot. Drop on back. Drop dead sex. And then come those words we have all waited so long to hear. Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And another episode of the Album Drop is on the air. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Lots to get to over the course of the next 60 minutes here on CHUO 89.1 FM. Coming up this week on our show, brand new music from Rancid. Yeah, man, that's happening. And it's going to be worth your time, too. I, I, I promise you that. We'll get into that in a little bit. We also will be getting into conversation with the wonderfully talented singer-songwriter Lindy Ortega. Uh, originally from Toronto, she'll be uh, here on tour out of her home base of Nashville this weekend as part of the TD Ottawa Jazz Festival. But ahead of all that, she will be on this program today speaking to me about her work and her career. And who knows what else? I do. I mean, I know what questions I'm going to ask, so we'll see what happens there. If that wasn't enough... Your standards are too high. Okay, no, but seriously, if that wasn't enough, last week on this program, we went through the artists that were long-listed for the 2017 Polaris Music Prize, which, of course, celebrates the best in new, original Canadian music. One of the nominees for the prize this year is singer-songwriter Daniel Romano. Uh, You know him, uh, he's from the Niagara region of southern Ontario, and he first came to notoriety as part of the band Attack in Black. But over the last few years, he's really made a case to be recognized as one of this country's preeminent singer-songwriters, and rightly so. Uh, He's got a new record out, it's called Modern Pressure, and it's a very cool collection of tunes. Kind of Dylan-esque at points. Um... Other times it kind of sounds like the Beatles doing a Dylan impression. Definitely kind of a throwback vibe, certainly inspired by those who've come before us, but at the same time, still very fresh and modern sounding. We're going to start with a song called The Pride of Queens, brand new stuff from Daniel Romano, here on the album drop, only on CHUO 89.1 FM. Another from the Oh, 
Listening to the album drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. Everything growing continues to grow in the world that you live when you needed to go. The wind blows the trees as it rains from above. Tell me. To become the meaning of love the Paper still comes in a quarter to four And the rust in the hinges still seizes the door And what's to be done on the white when you do Tell me what's to become of the meaning of love What should I see in the memory of you? Tell me what's to become What's to become of a lover like me Who's been hit from the lies of my finally see And one of the wishes of the stars from above Tell me what's to become of the meaning of love Bury your feelings, Named as a child With the borders of time Be a million miles 
Flowers of flowers and flowers of fire Blossom and colors that bloom in a line That lead to a land where there's more to be a Tell me what's to become of the meaning of love in a row from Daniel Romano here on the album Drop CHUO 89.1 FM. The record is called Modern Pressure and from it he asks what's to become of the meaning of love? We also heard the title track before that The Pride of Queens was the first one we played from the album which is out now on New West Records and it's one of those albums that you really should listen to from cover to cover. Just killer songs, fantastic instrumentation, lots of cool tape effects, kind of uh, backwards guitar kind of stuff. Like I said, very kind of like the Beatles doing a Dylan impression. Uh, so head on over to thealbumdrop.ca and listen to the record there on the Bandcamp player. And once you've convinced yourself that you like it enough, click through and you can purchase a copy for yourself. This is episode number 317 of The Album Drop. Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for listening, especially my friends in Indianapolis who may be in the 317 as they're listening to this. Shout out to y'all. Today, June 20th, all the way back in 1877, the great Canadian inventor Alexander Graham Bell installed the world's first commercial telephone system in a, I would have to assume, office space in Hamilton, Ontario. Now, we've all benefited from Mr. Bell's work. So to him and anybody else, I say... Thank you for holding. Your call is important to us. Please stay on the line and someone... We'll be with you shortly. You're only moments away from more great music. The album drop will return on CHUO 89.1 FM. Hey, Jacques. Coming this summer, the music festival, just like every other music festival, it's Generic Fest 2017. Three days of shoulder-shrugging decentness in a field in the middle of nowhere. With performances by that band you've never liked. The band you know is popular, but no one you know actually buys their albums. An up-and-coming hip-hop sensation. A mediocre act on a reunion tour. Three bands playing their hit records from the 90s. One artist you actually care about. And over 300 other bands on 10 stages way too close to each other. Buy your single day or weekend ticket and camping packages from our insecure website. Or take your chances with the shady looking guy out front. Generic Fest 2017. Inconveniently located just a bit too far from the city. On a weekend you probably have plans. Hey Jacques, did you tap these trees? From the producers. 
of the Drummondville Horror. No, I thought it was you. And a nightmare on Young Street. Sugar bushes across the province have been broken into lately. Who would be stealing our sap? Comes a film that will make you run all day long. What makes you think they're stealing it? Before freezing up overnight. Has anyone seen Billy? Mom? Billy? Billy? Ah! The Maple Mystery. Someone stop that madman! My son's a diabetic! Flowing into streaming services later this month. Facebook, we're on Twitter, and now we're back on your radio. The album drop on CHUO 89.1 FM continues right now. Here's your host, Bill Shurikawa. And I know what you're thinking. Rancid still makes music? And indeed they do. And their ninth LP, Troublemaker, is out now on Hellcat Records. Frontman Tim Armstrong's imprint on Epitaph and... What really blew me away from this release was how good it happened to be. Like a number of their fans, I kind of feel like their last couple of records and really everything from 1998 onwards really didn't hold up to albums like And Out Come the Wolves or Let's Go. Now, I'm not going to say this is a better record than either of those because I don't know if that's really fair and I haven't really had a chance to you know, spend 20 years listening to them like I did those ones, but... I think there's certainly a conversation to be had. I mean, judge for yourself. We're going to start with a song called Make It Out Alive. Brand new Rancid on the album drop here on CHUO 89.1 FM. You're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. Why was there in the rain 
to write and telegraph avenue when I was only 17 I knew what I had to do so I grabbed my left handed guitar and I had episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. Set up and play them songs 
pursue it Seminal moments Need some consolement Ladies and gentlemen I'll show you something It can make close up What was she called Troublemaker Got nothing to lose man She called Troublemaker Three in a row from Rancid here on the album Drop CHUO 89.1 FM. That was an intimate close-up of a street punk troublemaker. Or at least that was the name of the song. Telegraph Avenue before that and Make It Out Alive was the first one we played from the album Troublemaker. Number nine from the group out of the Bay Area, California, out now in Hellcat. Produced by Mr. Brett Gerwitz, which helps to capture the shine of their sound. And it's really funny. I mean, you know, they've been around a long time, obviously. And Rancid is a band that is quite happy to show off that they're actually a pretty good band, which is kind of unpunk in a weird sort of way, but they've been doing it so long that who's going to stop them? I mean, and plus, I mean, you ever seen those guys? I, I, I ain't going to give them a hard time, that's for sure. They, every single guy in Rancid, even though they're all like, you know, adults that are, I think it's probably safe to say, you know, in their mid to late 40s, all look like they could kick the crap out of me. Every single one of them. Um, and I'm a big dude. I'm a tough-looking guy. Oh, okay, I'm a big dude. Um, and I'm telling you right now, I would not I would not mess with them. Nor would I advise you to do the same. Uh, this is the album drop, and I'm Phil Shurikawa. I'm going to take a break. When we return, the wonderfully talented Lindy Ortega will be joining us here on the program, and we'll have a nice little chat. I mean, I hope it's a nice little chat. Only one way to find out. Uh... Stick around, it's all gonna happen right after this. You're only moments away from more great music. The album drop will return on CHUO 89.1 FM. Ain't gonna tell you any lies. I got a thing for long head guys. You can keep your suit and tie. Find a pretty little Continues right now here on CHUO 89.1 FM. Here's your host, Phil Shurikawa. And at this time, I am proud to say that I am joined by singer songwriter Lindy Ortega here on the album drop only on CHUO 89.1 FM. I was looking at your tour dates. You kind of got uh, sporadic dates kind of spread out all over the summer, right? Yes, I do. I'm pretty busy this summer. That's a good thing, though, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Is it a little more uh, relaxing to kind of be in Canada after, uh, kind of, I guess you spent probably spent most of your time in the States, right? Uh, yeah, I lived in the States for about five years, so I quite enjoy being back in Canada very much. How does a country artist get raised in Toronto? So that's like the opposite uh, of country. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. I guess some people wouldn't even consider me country. I think I'm sort of like a mix of a lot of different things. But um, a lot of my influences came from my mom's record collection, mostly. And she was a big fan of all the outlaws. And, um, like, I grew up watching the Dolly Parton show with her. So, because um, Dolly Parton had, like, a variety show on television. And um, I just remember being a kid and watching it and being completely in awe of Dolly Parton when I was little and um, just all the things that I was an only kid was of two immigrant parents so um, and I was sort of uh, introverted when I was growing up so I always thought that my parents were pretty cool my dad was a bass player in a Latin band and um, yeah I thought my, my parents music I thought what they listened to was really cool so she listened to a lot of like folk and roots and country music you were saying a lot of people wouldn't consider you country Do, would you consider yourself country no, I wouldn't consider myself country. I wouldn't say that I'm like, you know, I guess uh, you could definitely find more raw throwback country artists than me. I, I definitely have sort of a, a mix of influences, and, and though some of my songs are much more con- country-leaning than others, um, I definitely draw from... Um, more sort of Americana influence. Um, Town Sandsand is a really big influence, especially on my recent stuff. And um, yeah, I, I like a lot of like Americana. I guess what would be described as Americana artists. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't say that I was like a purist. Would never consider me country, you know. And so I don't know if I'm if I'm. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, even if you look at sort of mainstream country, I don't fit into that realm at all. So I don't know what I am. I, I don't know if I'm country. I don't. I just think that I make the music that I make, and, and there is a, a thread of country in what I do, but I wouldn't say it was straight-up country or full-on traditionalist country in, in any way. I think that would probably explain why I like your work so much then. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> You're not a country fan? <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's not that I hate anything. It's just I tend to not lean in that direction. But uh, yeah. I, it was it was your record, um, Cigarettes and Truck Stops, I think it was called? Right. Um, it, it caught my ear a few years ago, and I've just kind of been hooked ever since. So uh, it's, Yeah, and that one wasn't, wasn't extremely country. I mean, like I said, there's a few kind of songs that could lean that way, but... Um, I, I definitely feel like it falls more in, in the rootsy kind of Americana sort of field. Do you find that generally kind of the, the idea of specific genre classification has just really been blurred these days? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like there are, like I mentioned before, there are artists that are definitely more like purist, traditional type of country existing right now. And that would be artists like Margot Price or Nikki Lane. Um, and or even like you know a few old Daniel Romano uh, records they they definitely are much more traditionalist country but they would never be listed in a country category which is very interesting like you will you will see them more in an Americana category than a country category and if you look at award shows like Canadian Country Music Awards or the the you know American Country Music Awards um that's a lot more pop leaning and mainstream mainstream country is more pop leaning than than it is recognizing sort of what purist and traditional um or rootsy country uh is right now so so yeah i think there's definitely blurred lines between what actual 
you know, <laughs> what is what is country music these days? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. So do you think that makes it easier for uh, musicians to get noticed or harder? Depends what kind of musician you want to be. So, um, like, if you're if you're sort of existing in, in the realm of uh, the Americana world, um, I think it's hard because... Um, you sort of, I think a lot of artists in that genre are, are, are easily pigeonholed. So um, it's hard for them to be marketed, I guess. Um, and so, sometimes I see people like write sort of blurbs about my shows coming up, and I, I read them and I go, but I, I don't feel like I'm anything like that. <laughs> you know, the people that are sort of defining me and putting me into a category for to, to have other people like come and check out my music. So I feel like sometimes when you put those um, very specific uh, pigeonholes on, on artists, um, it, it might be a, a like deterrent to to some people that you know actually might like it. For example, you saying that you, you don't really lean country, and if you kind of were at a folk festival and you saw that I was a country artist and you'd never heard of me before, you might go, "Well, I don't really want to check that out because it's not really my thing." So I think in some ways it can be detrimental for for artists having those blurred lines or having you know things that either either having the blurred lines or having things not being pigeonholed. It's, it's a double-edged sword in a lot of ways. You're listening to the album drop. Oh, the wheels they keep on spinning. I ain't getting anywhere. It's been driving me into the ground. Gonna bury my bones there. And I hope someday they find me. See that I was on my way. When I lay down by the side of the road where I made my Oh, I gotta keep going, gotta keep going on From the dead of night to the break of the early dawn Yeah, 
talk about uh, you know till the going gets gone because uh, obviously you know you, you put it out in March and there's been a fair bit of uh, you know written about it and a lot of a lot of big press about it too. Could you explain first of all I guess for people that don't do it why an artist would put out an EP as compared to like a full length release? Well, I mean for me it was just I was at I was at a time I was at sort of like a crossroads in my career where I just didn't. I wasn't sure if I was actually even going to continue making music. And um, a lot of those songs, or a few of those songs, were sort of born out of, of uh, that sort of depression of what am I going to do now and is it really over? And, the, and so I didn't like... It wasn't the intention to write a whole record. They were kind of like my you know, songs that I weren't, I wasn't sure were ever going to see the light of day. And they, they are really indicative of how I was feeling at the time. When I decided to go into the studio, it wasn't about like, it wasn't about an album cycle. It wasn't, it wasn't about going, doing it by the books like you normally do, or like I normally do, where it's like you release a record, tour it for two years, or tour it for a year, release another record, tour it for a year. And it was just kind of like, oh, I may have, I may, I may still be in the game here. I think I might hang on for a little bit and, and, uh, still make music and here's what I got <laughs> so um, that's really what that was all about and uh, and you know and I decided to, to stick with it for a bit and um, you know I will be making another record and I, I don't know if it is going to be uh, in on, along the same lines as the EP or not and maybe some songs will some songs won't I think that remains to be seen I'm still sort of working through the kind of tunes that I want to put out there for the next project um but yeah i thought four songs would be good <laughs> good little little uh teaser to put out before i put something else out totally makes sense to me i was going to ask about kind of how you know the, the the stripped down kind of thing came pretty much covered that there so that that's fantastic <laughs> well it would have been like honestly with the songs that i wrote i just thought doing them full production wouldn't be doing them much of a, a service. I, I felt that they really uh, were calling for a more sort of ambient and um, stripped down style because I really wanted the lyrics to be for, first and foremost um, this time around and I wanted people to, to see that I was trying to tell a story um, with the song. So um, I didn't want to convolute that with, uh, with crazy production this time. I think it's cool that you're able to um, kind of recognize that in yourself because I, I feel like with production, it, it almost ends up being a crutch for some artists in the sense that they feel like they have a certain sound that they have to strive for and thus try to try to make it sound like that. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's I think it's awesome that you're you're, you're willing to just kind of this is something I did. I want to share it. You know. Yeah, and at the same time, I feel like uh, some of my favorite shows are the ones where I go out and play as a duo with like me and my guitar player, and it's like there's a certain intimacy to to that kind of thing where you know there's just it's just you really, and 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 an accompaniment, and it, it's not you don't get to hide behind <laughs> layers of sound and there's something there is something great about having layers of sound too like music is a beautiful thing and don't get me wrong but I, I kind of like the vulnerability sometimes of, of uh, stripped down performances and being able to take an EP like what I've done and completely have it translate in a live respect just because it is it is uh, so raw in its nature 
So uh, anybody coming to uh, Ottawa Jazz Fest next week, and they're gonna, they're going to see like the full band. Is that that's kind of the deal? They're going to see the whole band, but we might throw in a, a tune in there that is, is uh, you know definitely more along the lines of EP. Like I am promoting this EP right now, so I, I don't want to like ignore it. <laughs> so um, they'll definitely will definitely um, be representing that EP in, in that set that we do. Okay, and uh, you, you, you're playing with Kenny Rogers that night. Uh, you ever played with the Gambler before? I've never played with Kenny Rogers, but I mean, Kenny Rogers is is a great in my books. I mean, um, Islands in the Stream with the Dolly Parton is a fantastic song, and I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of songs he's going to perform and and just sort of being in the presence of somebody who is around and in, in, in the great golden years of uh, country music making for sure. Maybe he's if I get to meet him, I'm going to ask him about some stories he might have to tell. Maybe he'll let me in on some secret information about <laughs> Nashville when it was the golden time of country music. Uh, so I know you kind of touched on it in the, in, in, uh, you know, in, uh, a moment ago, but is it safe to say, given the response to this EP, uh, there will be more music in the future from Lindy Ortega? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... Yeah, I decided not to quit, so <laughs> I am going to keep, uh, keep making music. Um, I feel much more positive about the way I'm doing uh, you know, doing my thing right now. And uh, I felt like before this all happened, I was a bit burnt out and I was working really, really hard and um, finding it hard to survive, you know, just life, um, finding it hard to pay my rent and stuff like that. So it just took a little bit of um, retooling the way I do my business to, you know, and, and sort of paying attention to making a balance between what I do and, and my life outside of that and um, so I could be positive going forward and, and feel good about you know what I'm doing and um, so yeah I'm excited to, to, to create more music and make another record for sure I think it'll probably come out next year at some point my name is Lindy Ortega and you're listening to The Album Drop sometimes I don't know
Till the going gets gone. There's Lindy Ortega waiting round to die. That one is a uh, cover of Towns Van Zant's tune of the same name. We also heard the title track from the EP earlier. And, um, of course, you heard uh, me talking with uh, Ms. Ortega. Uh, if you missed any of the interview, uh, you can check it out on demand uh, in about 10 minutes. It'll be available at chuo.fm. And then tomorrow, you'll be able to stream it at thealbumdrop.ca. And in case you missed it, she's playing Jazz Fest, uh, the TD Ottawa Jazz Festival, this Saturday um, with Kenny Rogers. So that uh, is certainly uh, something to do this weekend. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, there it is for you. This is the Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM, and I'm Phil Shurikawa. Thank you very much for listening to our program. Now I want to talk about a great band from right here in Ottawa. They're called Bonnie Dune, and they've just recently released their first full-length record. It's called The Dooner Nooner, and uh, it's available on vinyl from Record Center Records and on cassette through Bruce Tongue. Um, And the band has a really cool sound to them. Just great kind of weirdo punk kind of vibe. They put on uh, exemplary live performances. I've had a chance to see them a number of times. Uh, And if you uh, happen to see that they're on a bill uh, that you're thinking about going to... uh, I, I implore you to go ahead and do that because it would certainly be worth your time. We're going to play a couple cuts off this record. We will start with Messy Clean. This is brand new stuff from the brand new LP from Bonnie Dune. That's here on the album drop, and it's only on CHUO 89.1 FM.
listening to the album drop. We should be friends. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or connect with us on Instagram.
Tunes from Bonnie Dune, the Dooner Nooner uh, LP here on the album drop, CHO 89.1 FM. That was Pants in a Face. Ghost Story was before that. Messy Clean was the first one that we played. All of them on that release, which you can get on vinyl or on cassette or in digital, uh, all of which can be purchased through the band's Bandcamp page. Find the link on today's page at thealbumdrop.ca. That's it. Thank you so much for listening to the program. We'll be back at this time next week with all sorts of new music. But until then, I'm Phil Shurikawa. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on uh, iTunes or follow us on Spotify. You name it, we're there. It's the album drop. Uh, thanks a lot, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Smell you later. I'll be back. For more information, check out thealbumdrop.ca. This whole thing has gone on long enough. When will this insanity end? Can I finish? Please, can I finish? We'll be back next week on CHUO 89.1 FM. Okay, I'm finished.